0: Do you think you'll break, hopefully you'll break a million dollar run rate this year?
1: Uh, Yes, Uh, we are seeing a huge traction post uh, COVID-19. Why is that? uh, Uh, Because I think uh, uh, everybody have moved remote. Previously, everybody, when you go ask them, uh, try cybersecurity, they used to uh, say that they don't need it actually at that point of time. But now everybody working from remote, everybody is able to realize the importance of cybersecurity, data loss prevention, et cetera.
0: Hello, everyone. My guest today is Sean Sankaran. He is building a tool called Fix Our, FixNix.co. He's the entrepreneur who sold his house. He's bootstrapped the company for eight years and has been mentioned by Gartner, got awarded as a top reg tech and GRC company by Medici and 30 other international entities. He pivoted to cybersecurity officer platform during COVID to offer people plus businesses plus leadership in cybersecurity rather than a process system. Sean, you ready to take us to the top?
1: Yes, I'm good, uh, Nathan.
0: All right. So just to be clear, it's fixnix.com.co. Is this a SaaS company or is it a consulting firm?
1: Uh, no, we are a SaaS company.
0: Okay. And so what are com- What are are tell me what customers are paying you for.
1: Uh, people pay for the security services. Uh, uh, they want us to automate their cybersecurity processes, uh, Nathan.
0: And what, how much are they paying you to do that
1: on average per month? Uh, $500 to uh, $6,000.
0: You said $400? $500. $500. Okay, $500 a month. And that's an average or is that the lowest?
1: Uh, that's the lowest. Even uh, they pay $6,000 per
0: month. So what do you, What would you say an average is?
1: Average is uh, maybe
0: uh, $2,500. Okay, so $2,500 per month. And why would someone pay you $500 bucks a month versus 6000 per month? What are they paying more for?
1: Um, they, they pay for automating their cybersecurity processes like NASG, SOC 2. So uh, in case if they have very minimal need to set up few processes so they pay pay less they start smaller they are a startup they just want to get on to cyber security they are just on the initial level of cyber security maturity they pay less but when they kind of upgrade themselves they try to upscale themselves on maturity of cyber security they adopt more processes they automate more workflows that's when they pay more
0: got it and when did you launch the business
1: it's eight years before
0: okay so call it 2012 yep and have you, you, uh, it sounds like you've bootstrapped. How did you get your first 10 customers?
1: Um, uh, I used to be a chief information security officer. I spent 10 years in cybersecurity industry with Microsoft and IBM. And um, I had a huge uh, network of people, my CISO community. So I kind of uh, used that to get the first 10 customers.
0: That's that's great. And how many customers today? Today, we have 230 customers put together. 230? And can I take two hundred and thirty times two thousand five hundred a month on average? You're doing six hundred thousand dollars a month in revenue. Uh,
1: not necessarily. So actually, interestingly, we were the first ones to discover this whole uh, software as a service business model in this uh, space. So governance, risk, and complaints used to be a uh, on-premises uh, uh, Fortune hundred, Fortune 1000. Eight years before we were the first one to uh, discover this. Even the SaaS momentum. I- I think we said, uh, we made a statement, we want to be the sales force of GRC. So interestingly, uh, it's a kind of for 230 customers, cumulatively through our journey, are uh, not necessarily on a MRR, ARR and uh,
0: How many are active today? Actually, we have uh, maybe 30 plus. Th- 3 zero. Yeah, three zero. 0 sure. Why have 200? I mean, it's been over eight years, so it makes sense. But what? why do they churn? Why don't they they stick?
1: No, actually, we, we kind of used to do a lot of uh, this uh, small deals uh, like uh, uh, $250 type uh, uh, clients uh, in the past. Uh, we kind of used to help uh, pharmaceutical compliance. We had volume licensing deals with partners where they provide services as part of the they use our product to automate the process systems uh, for their uh, compliance uh, certifications. But uh, I think we thought it's not uh, adding a lot of value. So move, we, we moved away and we are uh, now focusing more on um, $2,500 or $6,000 uh, kind of uh, per, a, per month clients. Uh,
0: so can I take 30 active customers times 2500 a month? You're doing about $80,000 a month in revenue? Kind of, yes. Do you think you'll break, uh, hopefully you'll break a million dollar run rate this year?
1: Uh, yes, uh, we are seeing a huge traction post-COVID-19. Uh,
0: why is
1: uh, that? Yeah. Uh, because I think uh, uh, everybody has moved remote. Previously, everybody, when you go ask them, uh, try cybersecurity, they used to uh, say that they don't need it, actually, at that point of time. But now everybody working from remote, everybody is able to realize the importance of cybersecurity, data loss prevention, etc. They may be a 10-people startup, uh, maybe just tries the seed round, but they are able to see the importance of cybersecurity now.
0: Hmm. And and help me understand your growth. If you're doing eighty thousand dollars a month today in revenue, what were you doing a year ago?
1: Um. Year ago, actually, uh, last year, uh, certainly, COVID nineteen has put some of our plans uh, aside. Uh, um, we kind of had some hit on our uh, clientele, partners, etc. So this has been a uh, still a, a kind of on premises. The rest of the industry on premises. Maybe the even the leaders are trying to adopt a SaaS model now. So I think uh, now, uh, last year, I think uh, it was uh, really pathetic. 2020, we we do not want to even talk about.
0: (laughs) Well, but I want to understand that story, right? So in April of 2020, how much revenue did you do?
1: Uh, Maybe uh, $20,000 per month.
0: Okay, so you've, you've grown by more than 4x then over the past 12 months
1: yeah the last actually uh, initially during covid-19 initially there was a hit uh, we kind of uh, some of our existing customers our partners even tried uh, toning down their uh, subscriptions but subsequently we stayed put we pivoted a slightly we added a small services component to our uh, product now we brought uh, uh, maybe 40 top thought leaders of cybersecurity industry chief information security officers they, we have formed a marketplace so people can take now not only product, product plus uh, services so that they can automate their systems, implement the processes, etc. So there's a solutions angle now we are pushing to kind of uh, hang in and uh, things are happening now. And,
0: and and are, have you raised or are you bootstrapped?
1: Uh, we raised uh, less than a million dollars. I uh, Actually, interestingly, I sold my house, uh, became the entrepreneur who sold his house to bootstrap.
0: How much did you sell your house for In what year? Um, About
1: $200,000 and uh, I used to close to $250,000 in the company throughout this uh, eight years.
0: What year was that, so it was 2012? Uh 2016,
1: actually, we did a kind of a rise, semi-rise uh, uh, from our friends, family and uh, uh, extended industry members from Silicon Valley and the U.S. So we raised close to uh, some hundred thousand dollars from the industry and uh, maybe a couple of hundred thousand dollars from family. We raised to almost less than a million dollars. It was not a, a real uh, uh, crowdfunding per se, but uh, it was a kind of extended
0: one. Based off our research, it looks like you raised about 150000 in 2014, 500000 in 2016, another 500000 in 2018, and then another 250000 last year in 2020. Are those right? Uh, yes. Okay, so you raised about exactly a, sort of a million dollars, but no traditional VCs, more like That's angels. Right. That's right. I see. And why did you choose to go that path?
1: Uh, because I think we started the business out of India. Yeah, the engineering was always out of India, so and in India, the venture capital's appetite to understand this uh, this kind of enterprise proposition, uh, in your new SaaS enterprise proposition for a new industry, I think was very less. I think people uh, didn't get enterprise at all in the Indian venture capital community. So, uh, particularly at least for a new new um, uh, blue ocean. Uh, so, I think that may be the reason I thought, okay, let's bootstrap. I, in fact, I raised a debt from government of India, which is a very unusual source. I raised a one forty thousand dollar debt. I mortgaged my house to get it, and uh, it was a very interesting journey. That was the seed for the company, actually.
0: Interesting. Do you have any debt on the books today, or have you paid it all back?
1: No, we we paid back. We paid it off.
0: Would you look at using debt again to keep growing?
1: uh yep. Yeah, uh, I think uh, now I think there are a lot of interesting opportunities coming in the Clearly the US markets a uh, lot of people are uh, keen to provide based on our traction, so we may be open to it uh, maybe uh, I think I'm considering um, uh, maybe even a crowdfunding through Republic like platform snap and now so more than going to venture capital I'm, I'm we are looking at putting a rise together uh, uh, hopefully in another uh, another quarter of this quarter
0: how much capital would you look to raise?
1: Uh, we are looking at uh, uh, five to ten million maybe five through a crowdfunding five maybe through uh, uh, other partners who may be interested in the space.
0: You want to raise five to 10 million or that's the valuation you want to raise at?
1: Uh, no, we want to raise five to 10 million. So the valuation, uh, the last round, the three series we raised it at around a 15 million valuation, but I think- uh, One, one um, five or five zero? One five, one five.
0: Okay, so the 250,000 you raised in last year, 2020, you raised at a $15 million valuation.
1: that's, that's right. That's
0: which right. is a 15X uh, against your top line revenues. That's
1: right.
0: Got it. And so what valuation would you try and raise five to 10 million on? Um, Right now, uh,
1: I think people are looking at 30 to 50 uh, million valuation. We had few even interesting private equity family office uh, interest on us to acquire uh, last year. I think they were looking at us at uh, 25 to 50 million valuation uh, when they were doing the due diligence.
0: Flesh out your team for me, Sean. How many people are on their team? So We have... Uh, uh,
1: Ten people team in India, uh, mostly engineering. Everybody's engineering. There is just one sales guy. So uh, we have uh, partners in uh, uh, Canada, Singapore, and uh, US. Uh, they they are our sales uh, face of the company. How many full
0: time people there are on the team altogether? We have twelve. Twelve. Okay. And how are they? How many are engineers? Come again. How many of the twelve are engineers?
1: Well engineers are, there are uh, eight eight engineers actually.
0: Eight engineers. Okay, got it. And do, do you have any quota-carrying sales reps, or do you rely on your partners to sell the product? Uh, we
1: have uh, mostly, uh, we have a uh, referral partners. They are the ones who help us uh, continue to do the sales. Uh, maybe post our rise, we may try to uh, kind of strengthen our sales uh, uh, and uh, marketing teams.
0: Uh, you said uh, you have affiliates?
1: Uh, yeah, we, we kind of, uh, uh, not affiliate, referral marketing, maybe.
0: Do you do you have people who you pay you know a commission when they bring you new leads and if so what commission do you pay them?
1: Uh, We pay twenty percent of the recurring revenue. In fact, uh, if they bring a six thousand dollar deal, they get a recurring uh, twenty percent
0: commission out of it. Recurring forever. Yeah. Wow. So so no matter what, your margins from the affiliate revenue is always going to be lower than eighty percent because you're paying twenty percent off the top to the affiliate. That's right. How many affiliates do you have driven at least one sale?
1: Uh, we have close to eight uh, uh, partners who are active uh, from different markets like Africa, Middle East, and uh, U.S.
0: Very cool. Uh, and do you think the affiliate model is how you'll scale from a million in revenue to 10 million in revenue?
1: Um, oh, no. Certainly, we need to uh, set, an, set up our own internal sales team. Uh, see, the existing market is uh, the, the large players. This is usually traditionally called as governance, risk and compliance platform. It's only sold for enterprises. They go sell for half a million dollars, million dollars to an average client. So yeah. uh, I think this uh, new business model of selling for $25,000 or even lesser than that to an average uh, uh, mom and pop or a small and media business is a new business model. So still, we need to do set up a, a strong inside sales to um, get to a $10 million in sales.
0: Yep. Well, look, I mean, what you're selling is difficult. I mean, I mentioned the sales cycle is a little bit long, right? Because basically governments will say that you have to have PCI DSS or GDPR or, you know, PADSS. And you're basically saying, hey, companies will help you comply with all these government regulations in a quick, easy way using our SaaS tool. So your best friend is the government's uh, imposing new restrictions so that more people have to buy your software to keep up, Correct.
1: Yeah, there, there was a lot of learning working with government. In fact, we tried partnering with the uh, regulator of India, Reserve Bank of India. We tried doing a public-private partnership. We tried them in their own cloud to focus on some markets like credit union, community banks. Um, but uh, it was a big dad. Uh, I think focusing on Indian markets alone was a big dad. So I think we kind of uh, did that for initial maybe three four years. Tried mm-hmm. focusing on emerging markets like India a lot. I think that was a big learning curve.
0: Yep, yep, that makes sense. Well, again, now you're in emerging markets. You have partners in emerging markets. We'll see what happens next. But in the meantime, let's wrap up but here with the famous five. Number I have,
1: one, I have, I have a small observation. Actually, there is this privacy regulations like GDPR, California Privacy Act, which is kind of impacting the whole industry. It's not just a one one company, right? Large, not large corporates alone need to subscribe to these regulations. So that is helping. So we we kind of help automate the privacy regulations to not cybersecurity alone. So that is helping us uh, get a lot of foothold now.
0: Great. Let's wrap up here, Sean, with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book?
1: Mm, uh, kind of The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari.
0: Say that again? Marcus O'Reilly? That's
1: the Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. I want yes. to write a book, The entrepreneur Who Sold His Book on the same lines.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying?
1: Mm, I, I follow uh, Mark binioff and uh, Elon Musk.
0: Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building fix Um,
1: I think uh, it's uh,
0: Gmail. <laughs> Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Mm, six. And what's your situation? Married, single, kids?
1: I have two daughters, uh, very nice daughters in India. So they may be also looking to move to U.S. at some point of
0: time. That's great. So are you married? Yeah, I'm married. <laughs> married with two kids, and how old are you? Uh, so I'm 40. 40, last Last question: What's something you wish you knew when you were twenty?
1: Maybe uh, uh, I should. Uh, if I have known that uh, entrepreneurship has so much opportunities, I wouldn't have even gone for uh,
0: masters
1: and uh, Microsoft and IBM's. I, I believe I have realized.
0: Guys, there you have it, FixNix.co. They're helping SaaS companies keep up with new government regulations like GDPR. They did $240,000 last year in revenue in terms of run rate. They're now up to a million-dollar run rate, growing 4x year-over-year. They're serving 30 paying customers that pay on average $30,000 per year, growing right now with an affiliate model but looking to expand. Currently, a team size of 12 with eight engineers. Sean, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Nathan.